Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. And now, a special Sports Byline Encore presentation. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We've got a lot to get into today. Brand new week here on the show. Tonight is Raw, the go-home show for the TLC pay-per-view. Yes, the go-home show is tonight, and so far, with six days remaining, we have three matches announced for the show. Hey, at least we've got three matches announced for the show. That's better than zero. But I presume we'll get more tonight. Obviously, the big story on Raw. We'll go over the Raw preview according to WWE.com here in a little, little while. But the big thing on Raw tonight, what they're promoting is the big thing is the official divorce of Rusev and Lana. Can you imagine? They're getting divorced on Raw. So that's tonight on the show. We could talk about that. We'll give you the lineup for the TLC show as we know it right now, as well as what we expect to be on the show. And, yes, we already have some announcements for the WWE Hall of Fame 2020. WWE getting an early start on 2020's Hall of Fame announcements, in addition to the NWO which we'll get into in a moment. WWE announced Dave Batista going into the Hall of Fame during WrestleMania week in April. Vince called me personally, asked me. I was just, I wasn't surprised, but I was pretty happy, he told people. It's a good feeling. It is a really good feeling. Spent his entire career with WWE. Wasn't picked up after a WCW tryout, which tells you about their talent judgment. He went to WWE as Leviathan, Ohio Valley Wrestling. A failed debut as Deacon Batista. Can you imagine? He became the animal and picked to be part of Evolution with Ric Flair, Triple H, Randy Orton. Essentially, the idea was that Flair was a legend. Triple H was a current legend. Batista and Orton groomed to carry the company into the future. And for a while, they did. Also, as noted, Degeneration X last year inducted this year the NWO. Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean Waltman going in as the NWO. They're all already in, Hall Nash and Hogan and Izzy, I guess individually, and then Sean Waltman, part of DX. We can talk about this and so much more back in a moment, Observer Live. You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. 
Indeed, we'll also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Post your next job at Indeed.com slash hire and try skills tests for free. Terms and conditions apply. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to, give us a call here today. Yes, we're going to take some calls here today. 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-7529. Text messages, 425-780-7566. I'm Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, Mike is at Sempervivi. Whatever's on your mind that relates to what's going on in wrestling. And if you want to, mix martial arts, although nobody ever calls about MMA. But if you want to, you're welcome to. So if you didn't hear yesterday's show, the big news, some of the big news over the weekend, WWE released Luke Harper, Sin Cara, and The Ascension from their deals. 
And this person here says, with the WWE releases, I wonder if it is strategic on WWE's end. If you don't want AEW to sign the Revival, keep them under contract and release the Ascension. If AEW signs them, then WWE releases the Revival. So AEW would have wasted money on the Ascension first. They do have a budget. It also affects Revival's bargaining power if there's one more team in AEW possibly. Think I made salient points. Address at your leisure. I don't um, think that AEW is signing the Ascension as a tag team. I certainly don't think that WWE's plan here was to release Ascension so that AEW signed them and then AEW would not sign the Revival. I would say there's a 0% chance of that happening. I don't know everybody's contract situation that got released. But I can tell you a couple of things, okay? Here's what I can tell you. Luke Harper's deal was up in the spring. So Luke Harper wanted out, and in the spring, unless he re-signed, he was going to be free, okay? So his contract would expire, he would be free the next day. Well, it just so happens that he got his, quote, release this weekend, which comes with a three-month non-compete. So WWE and being so nice to let the guy go, I mean, basically, he's going to be free at virtually the exact same time. So had they done nothing, he would have been out in the spring. But now WWE is being all nice about it, and I put nice in quotation marks, and he's basically going to be out in the spring. Now, I don't know when Sin Cara re-signed, but if I recall correctly, he signed a new deal in 2017, which would mean that his deal would be up in 2020. So it may have been the exact same case where, oh, look at WWE, they're being nice, they released Sin Cara. But he's actually been released with a three-month non-compete, so he also may have been free right around the time that he's going to be free now because of the no-compete. I don't think that there was some crazy plan here. I think that what basically happened was, hey, it's Christmas time. WWE can say, look at how nice we were. We let these guys go that wanted out. But they're actually not out right now. They're going to be out right around when they probably were going to be out anyway. I think that's what most of the story is here. Bottom line is they're out. So that's that. And now we can everybody can speculate on where Luke Harper is going to go and if he'll make a difference and everybody else. And great, you know, uh, okay, now, now what? <laughs> we wait for the next names to come out. We speculate. We fantasy book like that gentleman, I believe, did a little bit. And I don't mean to run down his question or anything, but it's like, this is not like some sort of like chess game in business where it's like we're going to release the Ascension and they're going to spend all of their capital signing them. And then there's no way they could sign the Revival if they get released. I mean, number one, AEW has a budget, but they're also owned by billionaires that can do what they want. If something valuable becomes available, you just don't pass it up because, eh, you know, you got a budget. When money is no issue, if something good comes up, you take advantage of it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how you build your business. So... That wouldn't be the case at all. But also the fact that, I mean, I'm just surprised that that would even come up. Like, this isn't, I don't know what kind of minutia chess we're trying to play here with releases or anything like that. But it's like, I don't know, it's kind of a waste of time to, to, to try to fantasy book how people are being released by WWE and what that could mean for AEW. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of wacky to me. All right, so we got Hall, Nash, Hogan, and X-Pac. Going into the Hall of Fame in 2020 as the NWO, all are already in. 
Speaking of wacky. And Batista is also going in. And that leads to this person's question here. I find it weird that out of everyone that was in the NWO, only Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Sean are being inducted in the Hall of Fame. I get the first three guys are important because they're the founders, but Sean being the only other one added is weird, especially since guys like DiBiase and Big Show joined before him. Listen. Really? Listen, my friend. The Hall of Fame is a gimmick. The Hall of Fame is a gimmick to get television ratings and to get people to buy tickets, and you do that by presenting big stars. And on top of that, even if you consider this like a real Hall of Fame, which it's not, yes, DiBiase was in before X-Pac, but DiBiase was a manager who did nothing and one day just disappeared. Like he, had, There was nothing, nothing Hall of Fame worthy about Ted DiBiase and the NWO. The big show was in there. He's in and out, in and out, in and out. He turned 55 times. Like the core of the group, Sean Waltman was a core of the group. He's actually one of the guys you think about when you think of the NWO and DX as well, more so than the big show. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Sean's available, and they want the four guys all there. They want to sell tickets based on their names and Batista's name. The fact that they announced everyone so far in advance tells me they probably weren't happy with how things went last year. So they're getting all these names out here now to sell a whole bunch of tickets. And I'm sure that someday Big Show is going to go in as the Big Show. They're probably going to want to do that one first. And then later they can put him in with this faction or that faction. But I don't think you should overthink who's going in. They want stars to be given rings. That's it. And obviously they got a quota. So you can have a woman this year. You can have a legend this year. You can have whatever their pioneer wing is this year. I mean, that's just the way things are going to go. It's a payday. It's a ring that later on you can pawn if you need to. You know, there's it's hey, it's it's a celebration, and it is what it is. So, is Sean Waltman not in as a member of DX though? Didn't they? Is DX not in the, the WWE Hall of Fame? DX went in last year. So is Sean Waltman in with that? Yes. So there's a possibility now that he's in with the NWO that we can still get. The one, two, three kid inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Sean Waltman can get into the Hall of Fame three times. Maybe we can get in some Lightning Kid as well, too, but at least the one, two, three kid has got a chance to make it into the Hall of Fame. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. There are multiple people in multiple times. I'm sure that. What's the record? I want to see him go in. I mean, could Barry. I want to see Barry Darcy. I think Flair is in twice. He's probably going to go in three times. He may be in three times by now, for all I know. I think he's only in twice, though. We'll never run out of people. I know you think that we will because they have to bring in so many people. Well, we've already ran out of people. No, no. Yes, we're repeating people. Listen to me. Barry Darso can make it in. Uh, The the Repo Man can make it in. Uh, Demolition Smash can make it in. Uh, Who else was he? The Golfer could make it in. Mike, you're, you're, you're missing my point. By putting in the golfer, yes. you've already ran out of people. By putting people in twice, you've already ran out of people. We've I ran out of people. The Madison Square Garden ring bell is actually should be in the Hall of Fame. It's in my own personal Hall of Fame. That distinct ring bell should be in the Hall of Fame. That's the direction we're going with this thing, actually, is we're going to get inanimate objects into the Hall of Fame because we've already got gimmicks going in, concepts like the NWO, groups, I, I, I guess that that's how you're calling this, but like, why not just have random things? The gobbledygooker's egg could be in the Hall of Fame soon. Hey, let's go to Jim in Virginia. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Brian? Um, how do you think they're going to use Melanie Cruz with the uh, Brandy Rhodes and uh, Kong uh, group? How are they going to use her? Yeah. Getting her hair cut. 
I mean, she's she's just going to be one of the random girls in this newest cult. I just thought somebody, you know, she's got, she's got a pretty big name on the Indies. Well, unfortunately, it's a pretty big name on the Indies, and I want to thank you very much for the call. 99% of people watching the show probably have no idea who she is. I even had people, like, in the business asking, who was the girl that got her hair cut last week? So they, they're they just building up a, a crew. That's it. Let's see how they play it. Let's see if he goes back, uh, Dustin goes back, or Dustin, Cody, where both of them go back to their father and make a Kevin Sullivan thing out of this. I don't think it will be that dramatic, but I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out and how many people they're actually going to have around her. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you 
all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Don't know why I found this so funny. Front page of WWE.com, Rey Mysterio to defend United States Championship against AJ Styles. Can't miss title showdown, it says. Can't mm. miss title showdown. No, why? All right, so here is here is Raw for tonight. We don't have a five-point preview here. That's That's sad. We don't even have a Raw preview right now. If you go to the Raw page on WWE.com, it's the results from last week. They don't even have a preview up. But we do have a couple of individual stories. Hours away. It's finally happening, people. After weeks of psychological warfare, marital strife, extraneous makeout sessions, restraining orders, and arrests, Rusev and Lana will finally divorce on this week's Raw. On paper, so to speak, this should be a net positive for both. Now, Lana is free to cavort with Bobby Lashley as much as she likes, while Rusev can start his own life anew, free from his less-than-blessed union. Theoretically, this could all down smoothly and without incident but nothing has been quite so simple with these two for a long time now strap in and get ready wow there you go hey let's look at this description of the must can't miss title showdown here aj styles world got turned upside down when ray mysterio relieved him of the united states championship relieved him you know the word relieved means I'll beat it with a little help from Randy Orton. And now Uncle Allen will have the opportunity to right the ship. Following his victory in Monday's six-man at tag team main event, Styles has been named the first challenger to Mysterio's reign, giving him the chance to ensure the ultimate underdog, all caps, second stint with the U.S. title ends just as quickly as his first. His victory is obviously not a foregone conclusion. Mysterio's been on something of a tear since his son Dominic convinced him not to retire a few months ago. The odd loss aside, he's been a near-constant source of dominance ever since. And, of course, there's always the threat of Orton still lurking on the periphery. Though given that the OC has never had a problem interfering on Styles' behalf, we can probably place things on something of an even keel in the outside interference department. In that case, Monday's stage is set as simply as possible. Mysterio versus Styles. May the best man win. Anybody want to guess whether or not the best man is just going to win tonight? I doubt it. I doubt it. Hmm. I'm just still disappointed over the lack of union that the divorce proceedings are going to have. There's no tie-in with divorce court, with Judge Lynn Toller. There's no, there's no tie-in with couples court or anything like that. Are we to believe that they are going to have some sort of district court justice of the peace working off the clock 
but somehow Dude, still there's no way they're the going through all that rigmarole tonight. The storyline has to be that they already signed all the paperwork, and all they have to do is show up and each sign a piece of paper. There's no way it can be more complicated than that. Now, you brought up your thing yesterday about... Hey, they're going to sit there and argue about who now. gets the house? Well, yeah. That's actually, compelling TV. The hockey tickets are actually a big deal. I'm actually very interested over over who gets the hockey tickets and whether, like, maybe they the judge, it's a toss-up, and Eric Young gets the tickets, which would probably make him very happy. But regardless of that, you know, we're to believe that they're going to have the ceremony on TV. I like your idea from yesterday of if everything's all over with and they're just going to basically lead to a match here, make it where one of the two has got to leave the brand with – to me, what would make the most sense, which is Rusev and Lana being left stuck with each other on Raw and Bobby Lashley gets shipped over to SmackDown, where, frankly, in my opinion, I know Paul Heyman likes Bobby Lashley, and in some ways he's better off with Paul Heyman maybe, but as far as how SmackDown is set up with Brock Lesnar being over there, it's still not a match we've seen before. I still think you can get some mileage out of that at some point, as well as just breaking this whole storyline up and letting it go. This person here says, Brian, why do you hate home invasion angles? I think they're fun. Do they remind you of those awful Russo stories where David Flair is invading Stacy's baby's father's house? What? Listen, my friend, I believe his name here is Marcus. So if you like home invasion angles, that's cool. You're welcome to enjoy them. But that doesn't mean that everyone else is going to enjoy them. I have a certain level of believability that I can accept in my pro wrestling. The excuse that some people give, see, some people like dumb stuff in wrestling, and so they try to tell you that you're dumb by not for not liking it. And the way they describe it is, well, it's fake. Of course it's dumb. Wrong. There's a lot of things that are fake that are dumb, like every movie you've ever went to that wasn't a documentary, okay? So when I watch fake pro wrestling, I don't want to sit here and be hammered with the fact that it's totally fake. I want to be able to sit there and go, well, in the back of my mind, I know it's fake, but I like I like watching the show and enjoying it and not having my intelligence insulted. Somebody going to somebody else's house and beating them up is way beyond fake, okay? If the fiend goes to Miz's house and goes after his two children, I'm sorry. I don't care how they shoot it. It's stupid. It's beyond fake. So... No, I don't like home invasion angles. I don't like when someone gets killed and then they're back the next day and they're totally fine. I don't like stuff like that. That's too fake for me. It's stupid. It takes me out of the show. That's why I don't like it. If you like it, you're welcome to like it. On this show, I get to tell you what I like. Mike can tell you what he likes. Yeah. And you can tell me what you like. But, like, everybody likes something different, and I don't like home invasion. I think it's stupid. And... Just to, to boot, if you're going to do something like that, what kind of new spin can you put on it? And if you like him, it's probably because of WWE. And look at how WWE has done these home invasion angles. Take Pillman 9mm out of it and just look at Randy Orton and Triple H with the, how hokey that whole thing was and how ridiculous with Randy's fake wife and the bay window and all that nonsense, which, yes, I mean, there was ridiculous visuals and sight gags, but it was also dumb and led to a match where they locked up as, you know, this blood feud because this is what they do. Not the best, okay? And it, to me, it's just a, a little bridge a little bit too far as well, too. There's lots of things like that with me in wrestling, but 
that's one where it just usually doesn't work. So if it doesn't work, why keep going back to the well with it? This person here says, Brian, will Cindy Lauper ever get into the Hall of Fame? I get it's not a real place, but it's a shame she has not been there yet. We talked about this a million times. Cindy Lauper, if this were anything approaching a legitimate Hall of Fame, absolutely positively should be in there. But she'll be in if she's in. And if not, she's not. It's all up to Vince. It's all up to her schedule. Maybe she can't even make it those days. Maybe she's busy. I don't know. So, yes, she should she should be in there. But, again, it's not real, so it doesn't matter. But if it were real, yes, she should be in there. How do you think they'll set up the women's tag title match for TLC? Becky has been a complete non-factor in Charlotte's feud. There is no realistic way they can build them up as a credible team before then, especially when the Kabukis have beaten them at least twice already. You're right. There is no realistic way, but we're not dealing with realistic ways to get anywhere here. The answer is... The Kabuki is probably going to beat up one of them, and the other one's going to make the save. Or, or I would not put it past them. They just flat out open the show saying, here's the match. It's taking place at TLC. They could have done it last week. It wouldn't have made any sense, I guess, because they don't want to be a team together. But, you know, when the Kabukis were beating up Charlotte, Becky could have ran in to make the save. I predicted that on the air. I flat out told you didn't need to watch the show because that was what was going to happen. And then it didn't. And, you know... I could be mad about being wrong, but I don't care. But my, my whole point, the reason I predicted that was because it actually kind of made sense. You know, it's, at least it's setting something up. In case, in other words, it, what they actually did was nothing involving Becky. She wasn't even at the show. So, I don't know what they're going to do tonight. I hope they do something. Maybe they won't do anything and they'll just announce it on Sunday. I've seen well, weirder. When, when any, anybody actually is going to pay attention and you know subscribe to the network. So yeah, do it on Sunday, exactly. Can they divorce the fans from the divorce storyline? You can divorce yourself. Just don't watch the show. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. You can, you can make that choice. What is in Eric Rowan's burlap sack and cage? A camera. You'll notice it was a camera because he was talking into the cage and there was a camera in there and he was talking into the camera. So there's a camera apparently in the cage. Stupid. Stupid. Well, let's think about this, everybody. I mean, could be an animal, but why? When he's got a little dog, he's Mongo now. I mean, let's just say it's a little animal. Why does he have a little animal? Like, it's just something that now we have to bring an animal to every event? I don't think it's an animal. So if it's not an animal, what is it? Well, I mean, it could be could be some sort of gimmick. Maybe it's a bottle of wine. He's a vintner. Maybe he's going to have a bottle in there that he breaks over everybody's head, and that's his new gimmick. Maybe, you know what, there was a Bray Wyatt promo the other day, and granted, Bray Wyatt is on the other show, but I mean, they did have a shot of, of Rowan there in his sheep mask in one of their videos. Maybe it's the sheep mask. Maybe Rowan's going to start his own cult on the other show. This this business is big into cults lately. Maybe we're going to go on a tear of new cults. I don't know what's in there. We'll find out. Wouldn't be surprised if it was that mask, but we'll see. You like ice wine, Brian? I don't drink. Mm. Last By the way, w- we're uh, two weeks away from that. You ready? Last week in a social media video, Becky said she is tired of being left off Raw and not defending her title in two months. She then said, you know who I've said I want to fight, and I will get that fight, even if it's in the parking lot. Well, first off, what a stupid video. Why would you have your top star on Raw come on TV and talk about how stupid the Raw brand is because they won't book the top star in a title match on Raw. And second off, no, I don't know who it is she wants to fight. 
Who's she talking about? Rhonda? I don't know. Shayna? Shayna? Who's she talking about? Maybe that's what the whole thing is. To, to, look, I don't know. Build a little intrigue. I, I hey, listen, you ain't building no intrigue with a video on social media. Maybe because they don't know what they want to do, so they just decided to go ahead and do that. Maybe it'll pick up steam. Who the hell knows? Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Haul packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas-powered Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter is built for you. And it's built to protect your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just 33790 Gas engine, 0% financing, and starting at 33790 Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2, 2020. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, imagine putting in the NWO without Bischoff. It's easy to imagine. It's a fake Hall of Fame. Bischoff just got fired. What more do you want out of me? Imagine putting one in without Chono. Why isn't Chono there? Where's Mood at? And honestly, like... Where's where's Flapjack Scott Norton? Because none of these people are important. Now you could argue that Eric Bischoff is an important part of the of the NWO. Yes, especially if if X Pac is going in. But let me tell you something: as somebody who wrote the book on the death of WCW, available at fine booksellers, Amazon.com, hardcover, softcover, Audible edition, free with an Audible trial, as well as a hundred things WWE fans should know and do before they die, which in fact has a chapter, I believe, on Eric Bischoff. Actually, I forgot. I don't even know if it does. I'll check in a moment here. But the point of this is, so Eric Bischoff, the first, when when Nitro debuted opposite Raw, the show was incredible. It was great. And Eric Bischoff did a fantastic job for a long time. Not a long time, but for a while. And in watching it live originally, and then going back and watching the Monday Night Wars a second time. What have I done with my life, by the way? In watching the Monday Night Wars a second time, I can tell you absolutely 100% that I can point to the day, the day that WCW began to go off the rails. And no, it was not the finger poke of doom. It was not that Starcade when... Hulk Hogan pin Sting, and the referee was supposed to be a fast count, and somehow he didn't do a fast count. Nick Patrick. Now, all these things were terrible. All of these things sped up the demise. But the day that this train began going off the rails was the day that Eric Bischoff joined the NWO. And you can speculate as to why. I mean, the easy... The easy speculation is, well, he went from being the guy that was in charge of just creative, like doing all the creative, to all of a sudden not only having to do the creative, but also being an on-screen character. So the work that he did in creative went off the rails. I mean, you could, I mean, there's a million things you could speculate about why, when he joined the NWO, this train went off the tracks. But that was it. From that point forward, you could see things every single week. I was like, what the heck? Why did that happen? Why did this happen? Why did they forget about that? That was the beginning of the end when he made himself a television character in addition to being the guy that was running the show. Beginning of the end. What that's do with the WWE Hall of Fame? Nothing. I just want you all to know that. I didn't want to waste my life by having to watch it again and not get anything out of it. All right. Let's go to, I believe, Pat in Knoxville. You're on the air. What's up? What's up, buddies? I had a quick uh, MMA question for you. Uh-oh. Who do you think oh, would win it? a fight in their in their prime, Alberto Del Rio or the Gambler? And I want to hear Mike's opinion on this also. Always a, always a Gambler question, Mike, is on the air. Thanks, Pat, for that compelling question here, based on everything we've been talking about in the program here today. I did see the Tito Ortiz-Alberto El Patron fight, which took place, and... I got to say, if this was about 10 years ago and both men were younger and Alberto was still in the same shape he was in uh, before all the partying, before all the years on the road really got to him, when he was a little bit more spry, uh, more back into his amateur mindset, 
out there fighting in, in deep and in pride, fighting championships. I would say if it was 10 years ago, the gambler would still win as he would today, especially after seeing his performance against Tito Ortiz. And I would not put it past the gambler to also knock out Tito Ortiz in a short period of time. And listening to Tito Ortiz's press conference and, and all of his talk before and after that fight, I would like to see the gambler knock out Tito Ortiz. First and says, Thank you, Mike, for reminding me about the Christmas show coming up. Is it too late to send you guys gifts this year? Possibly a sofa cover. Listen, you can still send a gift. Gag gifts only. Don't send anything expensive, anything valuable. But if you want to send a gift for the Christmas show, you have time if you send it now. Post Office Box 426, Woodenville, Washington, 98072. That is Post Office Box 426, Woodenville, Washington, 98072. Send nothing of any valuable. We have any value whatsoever. We drink a lot to kill the pain. And then we open presents. And like by the time the show is over, I don't remember anything I opened. And most of it goes immediately into the recycling or the garbage. Tom threw up. Now now sometimes sometimes as I sober up I say, Oh my god, what is that? That's awesome. Thank you very much and I and I keep it around the house. But this if you could only see this place when the Christmas show is over, it is a disaster. It smells awful. I don't even know why I do it. But don't send anything of value. Got it, everybody? I'm 44. I may not even drink this year. Oh, yeah, right. It's ridiculous. This person here says, oh, it's the Becky thing again. I think this is off topic. But do you have any idea when we might see new episodes of Dark Side of the Ring? I'm clamoring for the Benoit story. I have heard zero. Zero! So, no, not happening. I don't know if I'm clamoring for the Benoit story over all the stories they can tell. I don't know. I guess I lived that one too much in real time. I'm not sure if I want if I want that one again. There's so many other stories out there that they could cover, and they did such a good job with, like, Gino Hernandez I thought was a – a great one, and I thought they really sh- they really did shine a new light on some things. The Randy Savage one, a little bit more pedestrian, you know, I think for people who didn't know about the Fabulous Moolah story and some of the things that wrapped around her. So I, I kind of wish they would go a little bit more in-, in that direction, a little bit more off the beaten path a little bit, although as long as the quality is there, I guess I'll take a Benoit one, but wouldn't be my first choice. This person here says, if I said no, do not send any food. We're not eating food on the air that has been sent through the mail, so do not bother. Brownies. That's actually what he asked. Do not send them. Pretty not happening. Out. This person here says Shane McMahon did a good acting job on NCIS last night on CBS. How about that? I heard Shawn Michaels won an acting award, too. Did he? Which doesn't surprise me because Shawn Michaels is one of those guys that everything I ever saw him do, he was good at. So, well, he does, does he do a lot of the Jesus movies? Jesus movies? I think it's just yeah. a movie. Well, I mean, he acted. does the, the the inspirational like does does he do a lot of those like direct to video sort of things and those inspirational types of I movies? I think we've Is heard about he everyone he's done. Because I'm sure he didn't get an Emmy, so I'm like I'm wondering what this video award he, he is. He didn't for. get an Emmy, but let me find it. It was like the local like Austin, Texas like Visitors Bureau don't, award. Don't downplay Shawn Michaels award here. I'm asking you what the award is. You brought up the award, I'm asking you what it is. I'll find it here in a minute. Type in Shawn Michaels acting and you get a different Shawn Michaels. You kidding me? <laughs> Come on. I'm disgusted. All right, this person here says, AW has really 
good matches. But do you believe AEW's main problem might be they may not have enough storylines that hook viewers and make them feel they have to tune in the following week? No, I don't feel that way. They have a lot of storylines. They have they have arguably more storylines than NXT has. Now, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I mean, if you try to book storylines for every single solitary person, it's going to be overkill. NXT, they do storylines for, like, the top people. But there's a lot of people in that show that don't really have a storyline. They just come out and their storyline is, well, I beat this guy, then we slapped each other. Now we're going to have another match. I mean, that's kind of a storyline, but not really. So, no. The myth that there are no storylines in AEW, I don't even know why I bother reading these text messages. There are plenty of storylines in AEW. If anything, there might be too many storylines. With cultists. There are way too many cultists. But I still like my I still like my idea of of, uh, of uh, Marty Skrull showing up and uniting all the cults. Just being... actually, that, that actually is not the worst idea in the world. It, at least it would center power, which would be nice. I wish they would do, again, there are some storylines that I think they are way too into, like some of these ones with the Dark Order and such, and there's ones with, like, Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard and some ones like that that I just don't think have really ever geared up and gotten off the ground and gotten on the right path, and there seems to be a lot of time spent on one like the Dark Order, which people are not as into, but there's a lot of dedication on making sure that this thing is going to be established, whereas, you know, Tully Blanchard, to me, I just I sit there and I'm just gobsmacked that he's not out cutting a promo, you know, once every other week, if not every week. Let's go to Jaime. You're on the air. What's going on, dude? Speaking of Colts. How's it going, man? How's it going, man? Um, Excellent. You know, expectations for AEW were about to, about where they are right now as far as ratings and... Uh, pay-per-view buys so would they still be profitable pretty soon like if the numbers stay like this well i want to thank you very much for the call i mean the expect the expectations for aw ratings were a half million so they're way above that they're not quite double but they're way above the expectations that the tnt had for the show now whether or not they're profitable is another matter entirely their profit is going to be based on how much money they're spending on talent and how much money they're being paid by TNT, and how they're doing on pay-per-view. And the last show did about 100,000 pay-per-view buys at $54 or whatever per buy. So, I mean, that was a good chunk of money. They've done three of those in a year. Uh, whatever they're getting paid by TNT, I mean, the way the TNT deal is structured, they're getting paid X amount of money per show for production. So whatever that number is, let's just say it's half a million dollars. I, I I don't know what the number is. If they're being paid a half million dollars and it costs them $400,000, then they're making $100,000 off TV every week on top of that. I don't know what these numbers are. I'm just telling you this is the way the deal works. On top of that, they get a cut of ad revenue. And I don't know what their ad revenue is, but regardless of what their numbers are right now, they are doing well in the 18 to 49 demo. They're not doing as well this week. Last couple of weeks, they've been way down. But for a while there, they were doing very well in that demo. So I'm sure they were getting some sort of cut off the revenue. So whatever the Wednesday night ratings are right now, it, it doesn't matter whether it's risen or fallen from the debut. I mean, the money's the money. And I still expect them to be profitable probably within a year. Now, if things crash and burn, then things won't be profitable. But as much as the anti-AW people continuously point out, while well, they started at 1.4 million, now they're at 800,000. Yeah, well, NXT started at 1.2 million, they're down at 700,000. So 
I mean, they both fell from the. But but the point is, the eighteen to forty nine numbers, if they're regularly in the top ten, and for a long time there, AEW was regularly in the top five, then when this TNT deal comes due, they're probably going to make even more money off their television deal, and so they will be profitable faster. So I'm not worried about the profitability of AEW right now. They're they're still doing some signings here and there. They signed Chris Statlander. I mean, they're not spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on on new hires. I think they're going to be fine. They probably will be profitable within a year, 18 months. I always like Sports Business Journal. There's always a part of me when we break down the minutia of things. I'm thinking about, like, Mookie when it comes to demographics and how they plot out going to different cities and things like that. And I do think about how successful that the Young Bucks have been with the Hot Topic stuff, with merchandising themselves, with putting themselves out there, with the Cracker Barrel deal, with things like that, and how AEW and how their business managers individually and as AEW as a company, you know, sell them and sell them to advertisers, especially to to maybe older ones that skew older, like your Cracker Barrels and things like that, of how, you know, they manipulate themselves and how they sell themselves as being, you know, grabbing different types of advertisers as they move forward and, and showing those those numbers off. It's going to be interesting to see where they would go with that. And I'm interested to see how they're going to pursue a lot of this stuff and who they end up, we hear they end up talking to. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 
Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Listen, everybody, I'm a professional here. Shawn Michaels won Best Supporting Actor for his role as Jimmy Devine at the 2019 Northeast Film Festival. Check out his message to the fans. Buy or rent the film on Amazon or Vimeo today. 90 feet from home. Look at this. Listen. Hello, everybody. I'm Shawn Michaels, and I want to thank the Northeast Film Festival for this awesome award. It's an honor to be in a category with such great actors, and I really do appreciate the recognition. Also want to send out a special thank you to Brett and Tiffany Bentman. Thank you both so much for trusting me and picking me for this, for this role. It was an honor to play Jimmy Devine and to the entire cast and crew from 90 Feet From Home. Thank you so much for your time, your patience. Uh, again, it was a joy to work with each and every one of you. And to all of you, I want you to enjoy the rest of the awards ceremony. There you go. I guess he couldn't be at the ceremony. I, I just, I'm not trying to throw shade at it or anything, but it looks like the only two movies that were nominated for anything were Safe Spaces with Fran Drescher and 90 Feet from Home. Like they were the only Yeah, two. and he won. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Fran Drescher didn't win. Well, maybe she did. She wouldn't. No, nah, she didn't win. He won. Best Supporting Actor. What do you mean, She's maybe she won? It says She's right here, actress. Shawn Michaels won. She's an actress. Well, so this is, is he now. Category. He's an award-winning actor. Which, by the way, now Shawn Michaels can actually say he's an award-winning actor, unlike when the WWE Network says they're the award-winning WWE Network. I still can't figure out what award they won. Best service to not be able to play anything on? All right, we're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening today. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers, sisters, everybody in the studio. Back later on tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio. Enjoy Raw. We'll talk about it tomorrow. That's it. Wrestling Observer Live.